Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Let's do a positive show on this Friday morning heading into the weekend. Father's Day weekend. It is Father's Day weekend. Remember, uh, and, and I've said this before, if, if you even if you can't make it home or go see Dad, make sure you give him a call. Yes. Because that means a lot more than a lot of, you know, the things that you would think about buying him, right? Just call him. Tell him you love him and uh, let him know that you appreciate everything he's done. I think that means a lot to a dad. Yeah, I, think, really so, I think so, too. We're going to talk about, what is it, personal development and growth? Personal development, that's the that's a buzz term right now. There, there's a, a wide world of personal development. Products, co- online communities, coaches, books. It, it It's weird. The, re- the reason we decided to talk about this is because I can tell you that with the podcast now versus doing a radio show, I have uh, access to instant analytics, right? I, I can watch numbers. I can I can tell you that 61% of the people that listen to this podcast are doing it with an iPhone. It is That's really just a, wild how you can dive in right. to those kinds of things. When we were on the radio, it was like a shot in the dark. There, we think there was this none. is who's listening, right. and we think this is how many of them there are, but we actually have... No idea. No, and uh, neither do any of the individuals. In, well, there's no way to know. In, in markets this size. There's especially. no way to know. Right. There, and there's no Nielsen rating or Eastland or anything else. In uh, a lot of the sm- smaller markets, they got rid of it because it they didn't feel that it was worth what was being charged. I think they got rid of it because they saw what you and I saw. <laughs> and, you know, the, the end was ine- inevitable. And I'm like, I just... No. So anyway. But all I, that aside, we're glad yeah, you're here. I am. I, we're really glad that uh, we, we can do this. And uh, the, the further I get into podcasting, the more I love it. Because I can literally watch. I mean, I could go into all kinds of different statistics. And you're a numbers geek. I am. I love numbers. Because they don't lie. You can't argue numbers. Right. It's just, I mean, the facts are the facts. And there's the numbers. I'm, I'm It's like, you know, that, that's the facts. So... Having said that, the reason I bring that up is whenever we talk about the Sober Curious movement, which we have a few times, a couple at least, right? And that's the movement where a lot of people are just stopping drinking. When we talk about that, when we talk about even health and fitness or uh, mental health, things like that, we get an incredible response, even the plant-based diet we brought up earlier in the week. I could not believe the response. You want to know why? It's things like that that people are curious about and they want to hear a conversation and they want to hear people talk about it, but they're often afraid to bring those topics up around a lot of their friends. So this is a safe space. It is. This is where, safe. Where you can listen to two people who are just trying to make it in the world. Right. And... uh Get a little bit better. Why do you personally? Why do you think topics like these 
when it comes to personal development, growth, improvement. Why, why is this a hot button issue right now? Well, the world of personal development is by no means new. No, it's not. I mean, it's been around forever, and, and you can go back even to the 80s and 90s, and there were, you know, uh, like my, my mom had them, and they were cassette tapes, and you would you would get this, like, box of cassette tapes, and it would be motivational speeches and empowering messages on these cassette tapes. I have no idea, like, who the speaker was or anything. I just remember that. So the, the personal development world is not new. It's been around for a long time, but I think like so many things, the internet has helped it explode because there's so many different platforms that people can have. And I think the pandemic too, where people had some time to evaluate where they were in life. I think that it is a less What's what's the way to put this? I think people are less fearful to bring a topic like that up Mm -hmm. along the same lines as mental health, because mental health is nothing new, right? It's not. Absolutely not. But but you want to know what? If you were to even go back 10 years, Mm -hmm. people weren't talking about it. And when I was growing up in the 80s and you were in the 90s, no, it was a taboo subject. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, and they had different terms for I don't even think that mental health, not talking about mental illness or like diagnosis, like mental health as a form of health wasn't a thing when I was growing up that I mean, I never heard it until, you know, in the last probably 10 years where it really started to become part of the conversation. And, And you're right. It is being normalized. Thank God. Well, I think that, uh, and people jumped all over some of these athletes when they initially started to talk about it, you know, called them soft, like you're making millions, stop making excuses, all of that stuff. But uh, Simone Biles took a beating for the Olympics, right? Remember that when she pulled out? I mean, and not everybody, there was a lot of people that offered support, but there was a lot of online and it wasn't just trolls. Right. right. It, it was it was people who just felt, unfortunately, felt that uh, that was something that she didn't have to de- really deal with. You know, right. being, being famous. I mean, and rich and yeah. super talented, and, well, super talented. She's the greatest gymnast we have ever fielded in the United States, period. Right. She's the best. If you want to talk about GOAT greatest of all time, that's what that stands for. She's the best. So it's difficult for a lot of people to even imagine that kind of pressure, mm-hmm. right? It is. I mean, I. so when she comes out, right, and she starts talking about it, and then other athletes, and lately, when I saw, when I see the tough guys, or, or the guys that play like in the NFL, for example, Jalen Hurts, who is the uh, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, I mean, he's a stud. I mean, I've, I've been following him since he was in Alabama, at Alabama, and he's, he's just, He's one of those guys. I mean, he's going to be a star. He's very early in his career, but he is one of the latest guys to take to social media and and talk about it and try mm-hmm. to normalize it and get people to open up about it. So I'm wondering if the right people opening up about it has helped 
all, and it's not just mental health, but all personal growth, development, call it what you want. Yeah, absolutely. And we talked about this earlier this week when we talked about the like online mental health services that are growing in popularity. And I think personal development goes a lot hand in hand with mental health, where you're just learning and learning to accept who you are is what a lot of personal development is, or not even learning to accept it, like figuring out who you are. I think I think that's a that's a big thing, especially uh, with the younger generation accepting it, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. and, and and that's fine. I think a, a great uh, another example. I don't know why I keep going back to the NFL because I love the NFL, sure. right? And Kari Willis recently, who uh, is a defensive back for the Indianapolis Colts, young, early in his career, he's probably in his he would would have been in his fourth year. Uh, and this past week, he retired from the NFL, and he's going to pursue something he feels a calling towards, and that's the ministry. Wow. And people looked at him like, are you out? You know, like, and then uh, uh, here comes the mean, the mean tweets and all of these guys who have nothing better to do. Right. Yeah. That says a yeah, lot more about I know, them than exactly. it does about him. But I, I, I said, I'm not probably a man with as deep rooted faith as him, but I have great admiration for him showing that kind of commitment to his convictions and beliefs. Well, and I That's just, amazing to me. Anyone who realizes or discovers their passion or what they love or what they feel like is their calling and then pursues it, that takes a lot of guts. It does. And you're seeing more and more of that. Yes. Without mentioning, you know, names or numbers, I'm not making this up. We have received numerous <laughs> messages from people around the United States, some local here, who have decided to move on from what was their career to something different and and something that they're passionate about. And I say, big fan, big fan of yeah, all of you so am who I. are doing that. So am I. You don't have to stay in that old mindset. And I don't want to use, actually, I'm going to use this phrase. Working for the man. <laughs> you don't have to do that. And and, it, and you can be every bit as successful doing something you love. And even if that's working for a different man. Right. You know, like I know a lot of people who have done job changes that led them on a completely different career path like me. Right. And like just identifying that you're in a spot that isn't serving you and then doing something to change it is huge. I, I'm going to give you uh what's, what's a, what's a great way to pay <laughs> to uh, say this. I think a lot of people have discovered at some point in their life. And sometimes, and, and these are a lot of people who have been uh, working at the same job, maybe for decades. Mm-hmm. And then you get to that point in your life, right? There, there's just this point because you get into that comfort zone and you just keep doing the same thing. You're really not happy, but you feel secure. Mm-hmm. You feel safe. You feel like you're playing it safe. But you get to that point and you find something that you love. And then you, with a, it takes a leap of faith. I'll, I'll admit it takes guts. But they take that first step. And then they head down a completely 
foreign path, yeah. right, that they know nothing about, and they discover who they are and what they really want to do and things that they love, and all of a sudden, they're not just making a living doing it. They're successful. They're very successful, almost to the point where they feel guilty because they don't feel like they're working anymore. Beautiful thing. Really? Right. That, that, that You get to that point where you almost feel like, has it always been here just waiting for me? And we talked about this a couple of months ago, but yeah, maybe maybe you just had to go through everything you have in your life to this point to get you there. Right. And now you're really going to start living. I lost my train of thought, but it was going to be good. So <laughs> I'll think of it. I'll think of it. But do you understand what I I'm completely saying? understand. I, and I, I heard a great, uh, I, I watched an interview with Breland, the, the young musician. Oh, he's great. The other day, yeah. And he talked about, you know, finding his path. And the great, the one, the really inspiring thing is the support he got from his parents. And I thought, my God, when I watched the interview with him and they brought them on, they were there setting off set. And I thought, what a great example, because he's a, He's an incredible guy, right? An incredible young man, super talented, didn't always believe that he would be as successful as he is, but he had the right support and people encouraging him. And I thought there's, and he brought it up. It's like, I would have never guessed, but you know, you got the right people around you and look what happens. That's what I think I hope to do with our kids. I hope so too. And we watched the the Tony Awards on Sunday night and there, I can't remember what actor it was, but he said the same thing where his parents fully supported him and his dream to be a Broadway actor, which is a big dream. Huge. And they, they supported him and he moved to New York and he was like working in a costume shop. And now he's like winning a Tony award for his acting work on Broadway. Right. And, um, I love those stories because it does show you that dreams can come true and they do come true and support is always helpful along the way. It is. I mean, and you don't always get that. But you can, you can do it without it too. Yeah. But you, as I said, you don't always get that. And there are still people that find it within themselves to keep moving or take again, that first step Mm -hmm. because that can be scary and it gets scarier the later you get into life. But then you look back and you realize how fast the time went. Yeah. And you think about the time that is happening now that's passing every day. And you're like, if I don't take action, it's going to be another 10 years or another 15 years. And I'm going to be right where I was not doing the thing I want to do. You and I have talked. And and I I think shortly after I, I hung up my headphones, if you will, from radio, uh, we, we had that conversation, and I I really, and now more than ever, and I know now, but I felt like that first few weeks, like everything I had done in my life prior to that moment, back, you know, the 1st of April, was to lead me there. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, I know that sounds a bit <laughs> over the top to some people, but I wouldn't have believed it if somebody would have told me that a couple of years ago. But now I know, I just, I don't believe that. I know that, that everything that I had done in my life was in preparation to get me to do something that I really love and the freedom, right? 
to do it like I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'll, I'll admit, I mean, again, and I'll forever be grateful for the experiences that I had because it wasn't always good. Right. I mean, they were, they weren't great. I mean, I would, it wasn't a fairy tale. I'll tell you that to get to that point. And there were some tough times, but I look back and I'm like, man, if I wouldn't have learned that lesson or, or right. this, or if I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have suffered that, I wouldn't know how to handle the things that I'm about to encounter. And that's such a good way to look at it too, rather than look back with regret, because I kind of had the opposite feelings not too long ago. I had like an exciting day at work and things were going well and like the team was firing on all cylinders. And I was like, God, I wish I would have found something like this earlier. Right. Right. I have a lot of opportunities. I have, growth is strongly encouraged. And I was like, God, what could it have been like if I would have found a place like this earlier in my career? And then I said that to you and you were like, but don't look at it like that. Think of it as like everything you've learned to get here has prepared you for this. And like what's ahead right. is just going to be better and better. And that is a better way to think of it than to be like, looking back with regret because that doesn't, that doesn't accomplish anything. Right. I mean, I, I can recall, and, and I, I've said this before in a past podcast, I said the most pivotal moment in broadcast for me was the day that I walked down the hall into our general manager's office. And I knew uh, the, 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 the station that was, I mean, the, the big, country station was struggling and it was not what it was in years past. And I walked into his office and I said, I want that morning spot and I have the individual to do it with me and I can bring this station back. And, and he, I mean, I took a lot of guts because, that was com- because there was a guy in there that was, that was his job. <laughs> right. And, you know, being the, the matter of fact, individual that he was and you know a candidate if if you I've learned this very successful businessmen and women don't mess around when it comes to the facts Mm -hmm. here's the facts right and he knew that it was struggling and he I think it took a lot of guts for me to do that and what did he do he fired the guy and gave me the job he said you can start Monday morning (laughs) Remember that? Yeah, oh yeah. And I was like, oh. I was there. I, I remember because I, I, I was thinking in my head, well, you know, I'll need a couple of months to put this together. There's some things that we'll I, make a plan. Yeah, I need, we'll... I need to do some imaging. There's a lot of different things I need to do. He fires the guy and he sets me down in the office, and then he brought you in because first of all, he didn't believe that this was going to actually unfold, but it took him a few minutes to figure it out, and then he he knew that both. We were dead serious. Right. After he had called you. And when I told him, I said, I, I got, I've got the call. I already worked there, yeah. by the way. Right, right. I just was in a different department. Right. And and I <laughs> I went and and approached him. And then uh, yeah, he, I asked him, I said, well, I'm going to need some time. He goes, no, no. <laughs> you you he, you think you can do this? You, it, this was Friday, right? Yep. You start Monday morning. I just, I'm, and then he, and then he told us to, you know, I need you to leave the building for a little some bit. Things to take I'm care probably of. releasing a little bit more than I should, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind I'm, of a lot. I'm, but I'm being honest, right? Right. And that's how that's how it worked. If I wouldn't have done that, right? 
And I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling people, if, you, if you're confident that you're better and you can do it better and they won't let you, go find somebody who will. And that's a huge part of personal development. Like, start before you're ready. Right. Do it scared. And we didn't know that no. at the time. I had never, I, I was shocked, honestly. But I, but then, you know, at, you know, going forward, I mean, to have the kind of support all forever, he was the best GM I've ever worked for. In 30 years, he was the guy. There's not even a question. And, you know, and it was, and, and you say, well, he told you what you wanted to hear. No, he didn't. It was hard. It was hard to work for him because he had big he expectations. He had really high expectations. Yeah, and, and he knew that I was the cocky guy that came down the hall and asked for the job, and now I had to deliver. But he also believed in us, and so his high expectations felt attainable because right. he yeah. believed in us, and so we worked really hard for him, and... He was only there for like three months after we right. started our show. And that's, again, if you wouldn't have gone in there when you did. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't and have got that he would have left and we would have had a brand new boss and you would have had to build a rapport and trust. And who knows what would right. have happened? It may have never happened. Then a few years later, you and I were being courted for a job in Charleston, South Carolina. Yep. We didn't take that job. We did not. We just felt there was, but, uh, the, the circumstances around all of it. I mean, they were literally, they wanted us to get on a plane. Mm-hmm. They wanted to pick us up at the airport, tool us around. I mean, the job was ours. And I love that. I mean, I, I, we researched. I looked. I looked. At we the, have still never set foot in Charleston, never, South Carolina. Never went there. <laughs> and I was like, and something I just knew. And you knew. I was I was almost ready to go. And I remember you saying, we can't do this. We can't do it. And for a long time, I worried that we made the wrong choice. Right. But then it got to a point where it all made sense why we didn't. Right. And it was like, okay, I... And then you you do that those kinds of things a few times and you start to trust your intuition. Yeah, right. And that's really important, too. If there's one thing I've learned in life, especially, you know, I, I would encourage everybody, you, you know, there's motivational speakers, there, there's self-help books. I think they call them personal development books now. Oh, whatever, whatever you want, <laughs> whatever you want to call them. I, I will say this, never underestimate yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometime it, sometimes, when, just because you read something that somebody wrote in a book doesn't mean it's true. Right. It may have worked for them. It may work for somebody else. But a lot of, I mean, I've learned in life to trust myself, especially with people. Yeah. Right? I can pick a POS, (laughs) and I'm going to say it, out a long way away. Because, I mean, mean, it was the nature of the business, right, for a long time. You deal with some of the nasty. I mean, you're, and you do that probably with a lot of jobs, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But I can pick them out a long way away, and I had an eye for them, and I was like, and so you got to be able to head, you know. Listen, it's a dirty game. It's it's it ain't it's, show friends. Oh, you stole my line. <laughs> it's show business, baby. <laughs> I learned that early, right? You got it. There's a there's a certain amount of mean that you have to maintain <laughs> if you want to stay alive, right? And you got to defend yourself. But uh, yeah, I've learned to really trust myself. But you know, I I do like, you know, reading some of these. What do you call them? 
personal development books. Not self-help. What's, what's I think the, that was what they called it in like the 90s. What's the stigma behind that then now? Why why, why is that not a even, thing? I don't even know if there is a stigma. I just I just think it's an evolution. I think helping the, yourself is a good thing. Right. Well, yeah. I, and maybe some people still use that term. I just prefer personal development. It <laughs> okay. sounds... Um, for, it's even, more polished. Even over personal growth. I like the branding of personal development. Is that an Instagram thing? I don't know. Maybe. I do follow a lot of personal development accounts on Instagram. And I've read a lot of personal development books. Right. <laughs> and I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So, we, you, we, I do too. I mean, that's why I started to fall in love. Have with, you ever listened to The, the Mindset Mentor? I have not. Oh, I think you would really like him. He's he's got a foul mouth and he just tells it like it is. His podcasts are he's one of my favorites. He's just he's just a cool guy. Right. And I I there's a lot of that out there. That's the one the one thing I really like about this is the uh, freedom to just speak your mind. Right. Right. I like not one thing I really love is not answering to anybody anymore. Yeah, that's true. I do. I mean, I really do not. I'm my own boss and uh, I love that. Well, I think it's it's really freeing to be able to be authentically ourselves yes and not worry that that demographic that they've given us to entertain is not going to like it because not everyone is going to like no it. oh my god if you and if, if they do then if you're worried you're about not that being authentic yeah if you're worried you know? about that stay out of the yeah stay out of the business but, whether it's yeah influencer or whatever if you're if you're yeah, you got to you got to you got to toughen up a bit. Well, and and it's not even that. It's just like you don't like everybody, and I don't like everybody. Right, so right, not everyone's yeah. gonna. But there are some people that that hurts their feelings, I regardless know, it, of who it is. It hurt mine for a long time, a very long time. It hurt my feelings when people don't like me. <laughs> and, I know. I mean, I it know. is hard, especially well, when you're putting yourself out there. That's because words of affirmation are your language, I know. your love language. I know. Yeah. So when so when somebody doesn't. And not only doesn't give them to you, but doesn't like me, then I'm like, then you really get your feelings. Let me try harder for you to I know, like me, and, and don't do that. But I am, I am growing as part of this journey. All of these buzzy hashtag words, right. but it's it's true, and just understanding who I am and not being afraid to be that person. And you don't around everyone that I'm around, rather than this chameleon that I used to be where I would change for who I was around. Right. You know what I like about uh, some of the younger millennials and even Gen Z? And this does not hold true for all of them, but I think is what's helping them out is they, uh, they don't succumb to peer pressure as easily. Mm-hmm. They are, they have been encouraged to be individuals and they're embracing it. And I love that. I do too. I, I really do. I think that, uh, and they're going to be fine. I mean, I, I tell that to young people all the time that are out chasing their dreams because you and I know, you know, somebody from from uh, our extended family uh, that just was one of these young people that packed up a van with uh, with a friend of theirs, and they're just mo- they're just running around the country living in a van. And the rest of the family is like, <laughs> like "What are they doing? Right. This is crazy!" And I'm like. I have a little bit of admiration for I, that. That's pretty cool. I think back to when I was that age, and if I would have had access to social media, oh. and I would have had the world, and I would have been living in the world that we're living in now, I may have been one of those people. I, I can't even imagine what I would have done. Well, it's, to me, 
it's the sense of adventure. Sh- like, see the world. Well, just or do- at least the country. You're on your own. You know, you, you, that's the sense of adventure. That was one of the, the that's one of the reasons uh, I fondly look back at my uh, time in the service, mm-hmm. you know, in the Marine Corps. That four years as a young man, I was, that was an adventure. And man, I'm telling you, that's something that you can't do when you're older, right? And there's nothing like it. There's, it's just, there's nothing, there's no, <laughs> there's nothing like it. So that, I look back very fondly on that. Now, and as you get older, you look back on those experiences and you appreciate them more and more. And I never did anything adventurous. Well, I think you have. You, you not really. Well, you, 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 you got into broadcast against I, I, against your, you know, some of the advice that you were given. I, true, I did do that, but that was like the most rebellious thing that I did. You, well, you actually had people try to convince you to get into the banking. I did, and I'm like, I'm like, did they? Do they even know you? Have they, did they ever talk to did me? Did they even have a conversation with you? No, because that's not you. Numbers aren't my jam, but I, I didn't do, I wanted to do but it something has nothing to do. It has nothing but... to do with the numbers. You, it's, you're just a way, you've got way more going on than just, Yeah, no, no. It's the, none of it yeah. was, none of it you're was for creative. me. You're too creative. You're too creative. Yeah, none of it was for me and I didn't pursue it. I did, right. I did go into broadcast, which was not what anyone wanted me to do. <laughs> well, I was in the same boat. And right? it worked out. You know? Like, right. Like it, it wound up working out. Right. So so on on this topic, where are we at here? I, um, I, I, we were just kind of rambling. But I don't I don't mind. It's Friday. And, and we're it's positive thoughts here. But we mentioned that the the two things we bring up specifically the sober curious movement and Personal development always blow up and we get, I can watch the numbers. And I, and I asked you the other day, I'm like, why do you think that is? Can you, what do you, what do you think it is about personal growth development that, I mean, and whether it's healthy eating, going to the gym, uh, stopping drinking, all of that stuff blows up. And yet for some reason, you get away from the podcast, and it seems to be, for some people, a tough topic to bring up. So here's my take. I think people like listening to podcasts about those topics because it's safe. They can do it anonymously with headphones in and learn a little bit and hear about someone else's experience doing things that they're maybe curious about, like quitting drinking or eating a plant-based diet or manifesting or the universe or healing your inner child or any of these things that your friends or family may think like you are a complete weirdo. Well, there's there's some family thing. Right. There's still that there people still feel that there is a stigma attached to any of those conversations and that you're not supposed to talk about those things. So a podcast is, is a safe place to consume that kind of entertainment or information. And I think and I actually we actually got a message from someone um and I love her story. I've never met her, but she started listening to our podcast when we first started and she wound up quitting her job, not because of the podcast, but she just felt supported and right. and like kind of going through some of the same things that we I like the disclaimer, not, not because of us. Not because of us. <laughs> right. um, and then she sent us a message um, a little while ago and she was like, did you notice that after you quit your job and got a different job and, and started to feel like happy and just better about your 
situation and more authentically yourself, did you find that you were starting to feel interested in improving other areas of your life? She was like, all of a sudden I'm, I'm working more and I should be tired, but now I'm thinking about working out and I'm thinking about like kind of changing my eating habits. And I just have this desire to change and, and improve other areas of my life. And I was like, bingo, that's exactly what it is. Like when you make a big change and realize that your life can be better, then I think people start looking around going, what else can I improve? You want to know what it comes down to? I think, I think it comes down to this. You finally feel like you're in charge mm -hmm. and you can take charge of your life and nobody is going to tell you to do any different. You feel empowered. You right. feel like, okay, I did that. What else can I do? Right. Like what more? And it's, it's a change of your mindset where instead of feeling like the victim or like a, a like a participant in your life, like you're in charge of your life and you're right. creating it. So I think that that's where it kind of snowballs in a good way. Right. And you're wanting to keep improving and looking for other areas. So there's the job thing and the drinking thing and the fitness thing and the eating thing. And they all go hand in hand yeah. when you really step back and look at it. They do. I, and I think that uh, it, it comes down to a point like we just mentioned where you really feel like you're making the decisions and you're calling the shots and you're okay with that. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, and it starts to get fun. It and is exciting. I, I, I encourage people to at least sit down and have the conversation with somebody that you can confide in. Yes. Right. Honestly, something that somebody that's not going to try to steer you in the direction that they think right. is best that will support you in your decision. Because you and I both have, I mean, people who are close to us, and there's one that in particular that comes to mind that has a dream and a venture. And I want to be as supportive as I possibly can because I absolutely love it. I know, and I need to talk to that person more about that <laughs> dream and like And I'd love to talk and you be know a be a like encourager. And maybe at some point we'll be able to do that and perhaps have them on. Yes. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. That would be. I like that idea. Really cool. So, you know, again, so if you're looking to head in that direction, I encourage you to do so. And there, there's never like the perfect time. Never. Right? That's there's never I, the perfect time. And your story that you told at the beginning is the perfect example. Right. Of doing it before you were ready, doing it scared and look what happened like look how it turned out i would have never yeah I, I mean especially early in my career i would have never done that but i mean i worked at that point i had learned enough and i was like i'm not this is a make or break for me because i wasn't happy where what i was doing and i wanted a real challenge and i wanted the chance to prove that i could do what i thought i could do right yep. do what i thought i could do yep. and and you know when you run into a guy i mean again what are the what are the odds? First of all, winding up working for Dave was a whim because I was so unhappy at a different radio group that I literally picked up the phone. <laughs> he did this twice for me, by the way. I picked up the phone and I said, "I, you know, he knew who I was," and I said, "I, I, I really, I'm, I've kind of reached a point where I'm unhappy, and I just, I just don't want to do this anymore over here. And I've heard good things. You and I, I think, have a lot in common. I'd like a chance to sit down and chat with you." He bought me lunch and hired me on the spot. <laughs> and then, so that, that again, cost somebody their job, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, then it, and then, you know, a, a year later, I'm in his office going, 
I want the big spot. And he did it again. So he believed in me. But it's a, so you have to be thankful for when you cross paths with yes. somebody like that. That I got. I have an idea for a a, a podcast to spin off of that because like that man in particular had such a huge role in our life, even though it was very brief right. in the grand scheme of things. He had such a big role and a huge impact. And I mean, we're, we're you know, we're friends on social media and we could message him and ask he did, him this. He did come back and see us one time. He did come back and see there, us. There, but I just wonder, like, does one, does he realize the role and the impact that he had? And two, like, what is his perspective of us in his life? Because it's, it's probably completely different right. and not like in a bad way. Just no. he's been a lot of places since then. He's met a lot of people, oh, yeah. but like he was so impactful in our life. And it just makes you kind of think about how people have fit in. I will, yeah. And the roles that right. they played. Uh, completely. I, I tried to express that to him when, when I saw him that last time and I think he got it and he was a little bit overwhelmed but at the same, we can be overwhelming. Yes, yeah, I, 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 we really can. <laughs> but uh, by the way, Dave, let me real quickly. He has been successful at the highest level. Mankato was a brief stop for him between these much yeah. larger things in his life, and I was just fortunate enough to be here and have him help me out. And I was like, what if I would have never done, what, what if I wouldn't have done that? Right. What, what if I wouldn't have called him up? And, uh, you know, so he, his, he was in my life for about an, a year and a half and he changed it forever. And I thought without him, I would, I don't even, God knows, I, I would have probably bailed, quit. I, I'd have wound up doing, I would have wound up like everybody else that fails at it broadcast just shows and you. sold cars. It just shows you <laughs> right. that opportunity is yeah. always there. You just have to be looking for it. Well, you it. have to be confident. And you have to t take the opportunity now because you don't know how long it's going to be there. Right. Do you believe in yourself? Do you really believe? That's a question you have to ask yourself. And I think a lot of people do. Don't let anybody else influence that answer, by the way. Ask yourself that. Do you believe? Because if you do, odds are you're right. You have the power. You yeah. had the power all along. I love it. I'm telling you. So the, here we are offering encouragement. And even with the with the diet and exercise and all of that, I, I looked into that a little deeper uh, this past week. I was digging into the, because I was trying to figure out how to explain to people why JP Fitness is so much better than any other thing I've experienced in my life. And believe me, when I was in, radio for all those years, I had free gym memberships to, I mean, sometimes. Planet everything. Yeah, well, I had them. 24-7 this. I think when I finally retired and just decided I was done with it, I think I had four memberships. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. And because they're all comped, it was all part of, you know, part of the deal that they work when they buy advertising. Be like, well, we want to get our jocks in there. And I think I had four gym memberships. Oh, God. And I never used them. And the difference between, that's why, you know, when I said I we're going to, if I was ever going to do it, and I said this on the air for years before I even quit, remember? You manifested I it. was like, if I ever decide <laughs> I'm going to go out and do it and I'm going to get into shape, I'm going to take, and I'm going to take charge of myself and, and be serious about 
uh, my, my health and fitness. I'm going to go see John. And I'm talking about John Jameson at JP Fitness. And I did that. And listening to him talk, he, the guy is wise beyond his years. He's a young business owner, one of the bright stars in this community of ours. And he explained to me the process of don't get hung up on a weight number, this and that. What do you really want to do? And I sat and I talked to him about being able to play with the kids, be more flexible and things like that. That's the that's what sets the gym apart. That's why when people ask, should I get a personal trainer? Yes. My God, yes. It's If you just walk into any gym and you look at all this equipment and these weights, odds are you're not going to know how to use half of it or a lot of it you won't need. Yeah. Right? And they'll teach you all of those things and how to accomplish your goals and encourage you and get you where you want to be. And on top of that now, and I know he's headed, heading in this direction, they're going to offer nutritional advice as well. Yeah, it's really an individualized approach to well wellness. Absolutely. I would say um, that you definitely don't get anywhere else. No. And it's it's a beautiful facility. The trainers are all fantastic. You feel like you're part of a community. I, I can't say enough positive things about the JP Fitness experience. Right, and this week he's had the chance, uh, giving people the chance for a walkthrough. If you ever want to learn more, by the way, you contact them and they have a great staff. They'll be more to bring you in. They'll be more than willing and to just bring you in and give you the kind of the yeah. tour and the rundown and talk to you. So if you're serious about it, if you're serious and you really, really want to do this and you want somebody to help you out, it doesn't get any better. Uh, honestly, JP Fitness. We have a link on our website, by the way. And before we go, I'm going to remind you again, here comes the heat. They're saying we could see record heat. They're talking triple-digit temps. That's not feel-like with the humidity, humidity, but triple-digit temps early next week, maybe even Sunday. If you guys haven't figured this out yet, George is a weather geek. I am. He absolutely loves everything about the weather all the time. I know. No matter what the weather is. But I'm telling you, if you've not contacted <laughs> anybody to look at your HVAC system, I'm talking about your air conditioning specifically this time of year. Ryan Plumbing and Heating, listen, they've done all the work we've ever asked them to do around our house with electrical, uh, HVAC, plumbing, things like that. We have a link on our website. I'm telling you, Holly will be the one that answers the phone. Tell her you heard me talking about her. And Get those guys lined up to come and check you out yeah. and get you set because you don't want you don't want a string of 90s and, and 100 degree heat to be on top of us and then you be last in line to get your stuff serviced right because you'll be thinking about George oh my and god his weather doomsday report I'm telling and you'll you be like I should just called Ryan Plumbing and Heating when I had the chance right I'm telling you <laughs> we have a link on our website georgeandjess.com by the way all these people that say that the Climate's not changing. Here you go. I know. I watched the documentary. That's a, that's a whole different show topic. Have yourself, Happy Father's Day, everybody. Yes. Have yourself a fantastic Father's Day. Make sure you let, know, uh, let Dad know how much you appreciate him, and we will talk to you again Monday morning at 6 a.m.